and wireline participants in your area. Had this been an actual emergency, the attention signal you just heard would have been followed by emergency information, news, or instructions. This is only a test. We now return you to regular programming. groups yes. but i think what we can all agree on is that the method is the same and the method or the reason behind the method is that the government does not have your best interest at heart you know what i mean let's be specific because we don't the, want the, the, the shadows the shadow one <laughs> yeah <laughs> no no no. i'm not talking about this one okay. i'm talking about the global good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah no no wait, wait, could, you, could you hit the ac again and just uh, yep. close the door because i feel like we're, we're leaking out here and i'm gonna try to fix things guys thank you for staying with us it's a short pause here we're dying because it's summer and I, and that means my computer starts to act up with this weird sound uh apologies sergio again uh, i'll try to sort it out but like i said i still have not been able to source an ipad or anything Let's no, blame China. Let's, let's just it's blame China. China. There we go. That seems like it will be better for a while. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, uh, to, actually, to just re-emphasize yeah. everything, okay? Because this is a point where we have a lot of overlap, but mm. we also have some contention on things. We established that there is a lot of stuff going on in the world, a lot of factions. And this is why, by the way, a lot of people see it as, you know, right versus wrong, when really we are at one level playing a game. Yes. And these guys oh, are yeah. playing three-dimensional chess against oh, each yeah. other. I agree 100%. So and we're just This is there. what... The, yani, you talked about this in your last podcast with the, when the guys were here and you mentioned about the protests that are happening in the States and yeah. everything. And like to me, it, it has completely lost its original purpose when, when, when the, the protests has turned, have turned in a specific way. And this is where I believe manipulation comes. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because... I, I was saying this to someone before, and when it comes to, I mean, obviously there's a lot of you know racial discriminations all over the world, not just in the states. Like yeah. uh, this is this is a fact. This is no one can can refute this, even especially in the Arab world. So, but how you flip a story is what makes you control and how you change the narrative yeah. of and why pre- people are protesting. You know what I mean? Like I'll give you, like I'll show you how f- stories can be told differently and how people would react. If I tell you in Lebanon, let's say, a man killed a woman yesterday, and it was a horrific murder and everything, you'd be yeah. like, oh my God, this is horrible. This is it. If I tell you a Christian man killed a Muslim woman yeah. in Lebanon, the first thing you're going to think about, oh my God, this is a religious crime. It's yeah. not an actual crime, you know? So while there is a lot of racial discrimination, and it happens all over the world, the way you spin a story, now it has become about the racial discrimination and not about the police who are in control and how they are being trained. Yeah. There was a picture today which which literally just yani, it 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 shows how much it's messed up how much people are lost when it comes to what to do and there is, I don't know if you've seen it it's like a black cop in the protest yesterday a black yeah. cop standing uh, riot uh, holding his shield and a black uh, and a white woman giving him the middle finger. And it's saying imagine being black and having to deal with a Black Lives Matter movement against you. you. You know what I mean? Yeah. This shows that it's not actually related to race where it should have, the conversation should have been talked, it should have been, you know, geared towards why are the police so eager to kill someone? Yeah. Why is there so much brutality, especially in the States? Why do you keep hearing about this stuff? 
instead of it, it turned into black versus white. And yeah. when you do that, the people who are in power in the States, for example, will remain because people, because the public forgot what it's about. It's not about me versus you. It's about us versus them. Yeah. You, you get yeah, me? Yeah, they that, don't want you well, to that, talk about why that. I, I, that's why I think that it, people forget that when you, when you're, when you're pointed towards the emotional argument, because let's be, let's, let's clarify something here very honestly, because maybe last time I didn't even get into how deeply horrific the image can be for somebody, right? Yeah. For you to see that moment happening for eight minutes. And I remember there was oh, yeah. something oh, ironic. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's horrible. It's oh, horrendous. Man. Man. I, I, uh, Just to, to talk about coincidences, I went to watch the Rodney King uh, beating that okay. happened. Yeah. Also, eight minutes. Oh, my God. It's, it's a real coincidence. <laughs> Conspiracy theory. Some, some, some numero- numerology motherfucker. Oh, yes. Like, yeah. That's it. Eight minutes. Something about eight. <laughs> eight is also the number of corn. Just saying. There we right? go. <laughs> the, the point I'm saying, when you see something that horrific, okay, it triggers something in you where you, you finally spot injustice. Yeah. yeah. And you know it's been going around. Yeah. But you don't see it. You don't see it. Yeah. You have tensions built up. Like yeah. we said, everybody's in lockdown. People are stressed out already. Okay. You have a guy who is a pretty much like a, a dick wagging idiot in office. Okay. And he sometimes says things that are truthful and he gets misrepresented. And a lot of times he lies and then wonders why people think he's a liar. Yeah. Okay. You have that going on. And you have a lot of tension because there are people that are profiting just even without conspiracies. Yeah. You forget about conspiracies. There's just a system yeah. that profits out of rage. Of course. Like you can see this in YouTubers. There are YouTubers that start out and they're like, they're really honest. Mm. And then they realize, you know, the I'm more, not making too much money. I'm not making <laughs> yeah. money until I start putting clickbait. I yeah. don't make money until I start talking about dick and boobs and yeah. everything else. I don't start yeah. making money until I'm there and being outrageous or talking about this or talking. Yeah. So there's a system that comes kind of acclimates you yeah. to for reward it, it manipulates you emotionally to, to to actually engage in this exactly. as opposed to just hear the news and have your own opinion or act upon it now your emotions are, are you know uh, p- part of it and when emotions are part of it you don't get anywhere it happens to me man everybody has their version of it like my, right. my version of it every time i see one of these like social justice warrior mm. like geek movies if I don't balance my viewpoint yeah. and I just listen to some of the YouTuber nerds that yeah. are like, feminists are taking over yeah. our movie. Yeah. It's like, okay, there's some truth in what he's saying. Yeah. But you but know way, that yeah. you know that exactly. 95% of what he's saying yeah. is to piss me off. Yeah, and to, to get me to exactly. go, yes, they're taking me away. They're taking yeah. this away from me. Yeah. And that's literally the equivalent, geek equivalent of a Fox of, News. Of, yeah, yeah. So there's also this mechanic of red versus blue going on, right? Well, actually, the, the, the states, Yanni, yeah, with, with the existence system is horrendous when it comes to this or that you know Fuck it's sense. like if you're not with me you're against me this is the mentality that they have it's like you it doesn't have, have to a... be that simple man <laughs> exactly. it doesn't have exactly. to be you can't be like this and like a lot of people are saying you know you can be with black lives matter and against police brutality yeah. you know like you can be against both it's not like oh you can be supporting something but against it, it doesn't have to be so black and white it, people this are is so the, scared the issue. Man. people are so scared and people are so guilty and nobody has because people don't have conversations anymore okay so people don't know how to talk you are part of a culture for example from from Lebanon where mm. people have a lot of complex things going on yeah. there's multiple denominations there was a civil war that happened because of a lot of complexity oh, yeah. people from uh, different on a religious level not even okay, religious which exactly. is untouched yani. you cannot touch religion exactly. yeah yeah so you can never in that situation mm. look at things just in black and white there's so many things going on yeah so you have to develop a much more complex mindset 
to be able to converse about this and talk about it and parse it and be able to bring out some detail and see it in detail. But the problem is that when you don't see it in black and white, especially in today's world, you are branded in a specific way. Exactly. You know, like now it's uh, some people were called out because they did not put a black box yep. on their Instagram. Exactly. Like this is not the point of this whole thing. No. Like if you want to change the world, I'm all for it. I'm all for changing this uh, ridiculous, outdated racial uh, discrimination. Like that doesn't even make sense to me. You know, like, for example, I could understand, even though I'm against it, but I could understand when I look at my culture in Lebanon and I see the differences when it comes to different religious sects. Okay, yeah. so I grew up in a very in a, in a very small bubble of of Christian values and beliefs. And to you know, I've, I've said this to a lot of people. I haven't had any imagine contact with a Muslim person until I was 19 and in university. Fuck me. Yes, this, it's, it's after the war, literally the, the country was divided by sect. You live here, you're a Christian. You live there, you're a Muslim Sunni. You live there, you're a Shia. Didn't they say that that was the problem that caused it in the first place? Is people were not together? This is, uh, yeah, because, I mean, something happened with Palestinians who came into as, as refugees and they wanted to fight Israel from Lebanon right, and then yeah. they turned on Lebanon. They want to take over the country and stuff like that. So it became a holy war yeah, uh, yeah, between. Yeah. And that's where the split happens. And that's where the army was split because in the army you had different sects and start people were like, I'm loyal to my own sect. Like, I don't want my yeah. country to change. And everything went downwards from there. It's like 15 years of everyone screwing everyone. Right. It's, it's so a, everybody is now stuck to their own places, their own bubbles. I mean, now things are getting better. But once the war finished, uh, because I was born in 85, and then it for, ne for the next five years, the war was still going on. Right, so it yeah. ended in 1990. So from 1990 until 2005, almost, like for the next 15 years, people were still separated completely through, through sects. It was insane. And... Everyone was, you know, you had all these jokes about each other. You had, and you didn't even know that you're, you're, you're you know, yeah. this is offensive or this is wrong or whatever. Like we used to make fun of, of different religions. They did made fun of us and you, you had no idea what they believe in. You just know that this is the enemy. This is someone I don't want to be associated yeah. with. So once I reached university and I talked to people, I was like, this is actually not as bad as, you know, as, as I was brought up. You thought you were going to see something that was like, uh, uh, Oh, someone who wants to kill me on the spot because I'm Christian, you know, what I mean? like that. Like yeah, yeah, someone yeah. with a sword who's like, I'm going to behead you. Yeah. Like this is the, the, the fear that, that you grew up with. But back to my point that I would understand the differences when it comes to this because it's more on a cultural level. It's more on belief system. So, for example, like I could be different from you and I don't trust what you believe in because you have a different background than me. Right. Again, I'm not with it, but I understand it. You have but, a preconception. Yeah. But when it comes to race... It's like, just because you have a different color than me doesn't mean you think differently than me. So that's why, to me, it never made sense to me, this racial because for separation. Because us, for us, we don't have it as often. We, like you said, we, yeah. have, we have separation from denomination and everything else. That's usually political ideology, religious exactly. ideology. Exactly. That's the thing we sympathize with, right? Yeah, yeah. But over there, they in the States specifically... Um, even even compared to Europe, which I feel like Europe is worse because you also have a lot of separation. Europe is a lot more racist, by the way. A than lot more. Like I have experienced yeah, things, yeah. but no one talks about that. Nobody like everyone talks thinks about that it. the U.S. is unbelievably racist. No. When everyone I know, like I haven't been there personally, but everyone who I know who went, they were like, "These people are so nice. Yeah. Everyone is so no. welcoming." I mean, this is the experience. So. I, the, the difference is that Europe is is very isolated from one another. Yeah. The same way, like you know, if you're Moroccan, North African, Algerian, or something, you're living in your own part. Yeah. You're experiencing your own world. You're having a Moroccan experience of France. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. The, the the white French people get to live their own. So they they don't really have to interact. Interact with each other, exactly. Okay? Yeah. And yeah. that's why when they do, there's a lot of 
problems. There's a lot of friction sometimes mm. because of the, the forced interaction. Yeah. In the US, it's kind of different. Everybody has to interact with everybody because above all else, number one, you're American. Okay, no matter what your background is, Puerto Rican, Mexican, African, whatever it is, you have to be an American first. So people kind of have a forced mingling. But there are scenarios where it comes to status, uh, it's not status, status and mm. class. Yeah that you have separation, right? So people that will be, you know, at the bottom, the everyday worker, the person that is, you know, working a nine to five job on minimum wage, can barely live paycheck to paycheck, and they're trying to get by. And they know that for because of the color of their skin and because of the city they live in, whether it's Detroit or anywhere mm. else, that they have a, a police force that is primed to assume the worst out of them. Because assuming the worst is sometimes what keeps those cops alive. I get that. Do I you get understand that. that, that I understand that. that but at the same time, I don't understand provoking that. See, this yes. is where I come in. Okay. Because, for example, as a Lebanese guy, I have a lot of issues when I need to apply for a visa to go to another country. Okay. Yeah. I was stopped at the Paris uh, Charles de Gaulle uh, airport for an hour just because. I was with um, my ex and she's Syrian and I'm Lebanese and they stopped us on the side. We wanted like to go shopping and everything at the check-in just until they board everyone into the gate and yeah. that's where they're going to, you know, ask us more questions and stuff like that. Okay. I understand what, I mean, again, I'm, I haven't experienced discrimination the way other people have. So I'm not claiming that I know. Yeah, But yeah. in the way as an Arab, as a Lebanese who, as Lebanese people have a big history when it comes to this stuff. I mean, my country has a terrorist group. Let's let's just say it. You know what I mean? Like, it's on the list whether we agree yeah. with them or not. So I have that. And I don't provoke it. It's not like I stand in an airport and pick up my phone and say, oh, you stopped me because I'm Lebanese. See, you think I'm Arab, so you're racist right. against me. I just go with it. Even though it's wrong that they have this idea of me because I'm Lebanese, I have to, in a way, take responsibility for what my people have done. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. For example... To go to Canada, I have to apply for a tourist visa. It has to ha I have to apply it a month in advance. I have to have two interviews to get approved, interviews. And then after I provide all the paperwork, all the bank accounts, everything that shows that I'm coming back to Lebanon. This is when I was in Lebanon. Yeah. Okay. That's when I can get my visa, if I get it. It's a non-refundable as well paid, and sometimes I don't get it. That could be, I could, I could go and say, oh, this is racial discrimination. They're just yeah. stopping me because I'm Lebanese. This is, this is literally why they're stopping me, because of my background, because of my skin color, yeah. brown, right? But I also know that a lot of Lebanese people have gone there and they have stayed in Canada illegally for 20 years and 30 years. And yeah. the people are paying for them through, you know, like welfare yeah. and stuff like that, that this government decided I trust those people yeah anymore. i get it all the time as well when right? i was going to the states and to this day i always exactly. get the extra processing yeah because of one fuck up in my whole life exactly yeah but when you stand in line you don't provoke them because they have a specific no i know this but, is but, where but, i but, come but, in but hold up there's there's a very big distinction between that scenario and another in that scenario we're in an airport okay there are other people there there there's cameras everywhere It's a different kind of setup where they might discriminate with their attitude. And some of them have been the biggest dicks mm. to me ever. Yeah. Like when I was flying into the States from JFK, never had any issues. Whenever I do processing from Abu Dhabi, where you remember the U.S. passport customs office where the processing happens in Abu Dhabi. Oh my so God. even if you get screwed over, yeah, you're still yeah. in Abu Dhabi. At, okay. least, at least I didn't fly like yeah, I don't know, 12, yeah. hours 12 hours and then told to go the fuck back. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and th you can tell like those customs officers will tell you to go fuck off, but they'll say it with a smile because yeah. they know they're here. Right? Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Okay? You can tell the education difference. Yeah. But whenever I, I ever, like the worst experience I ever had was flying back to the States from Jamaica with a wedding. Okay. And I was going to Miami International directly. Okay. 
and they have a lot of predisposition when it comes to you know illegal uh, yeah illegal okay. entry from Cuba from other places etc okay et okay yeah so yeah. the people that work there are just like the the like the entry level asshole <laughs> yeah. that barely you know you can tell he just needs to exercise the power yeah because yeah. he's so like, he feels good about himself yeah, yeah. and yeah. He, and the guy that talked to me was like a white Cuban so he needs to prove to the other white assholes that he's not just like white, a Cuban oh in disguise oh so God. he needs to double down yeah, on yeah, his yeah. whiteness <laughs> to prove that so you have to deal with his insecurities it's, on yeah, top of his exactly, exactly. Yeah. I was like dude listen I get it okay <laughs> But can you not do this? Yeah, like, don't like, project you know, on me, can man. Can you not project on me your own fucking insecurity just because you have to prove to the heck? You know, yeah. I, don't, I don't give a shit, all right? Yeah. So that scenario is different, okay? Even though he was being a complete yeah. dick and he wanted me to get angry. He was being a complete dick the whole time. For 12 hours, I'm held in, you know, extra processing, mm. isolation, put into a fucking place with, like, other, you know, drug smugglers, everything else. Just because I overstayed one time. Six years ago in the States. Oh, so he was looking at your history. history. Like he saw something. Okay, yeah, okay, and okay. I've been to the States multiple mm. times before that. You know, I've been there t- two presidents ago. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> two presidents ago, I yeah, like that. Yeah. So, two presidents ago, I was in the States going multiple times and now you decide to make an issue of this. All right. Oh, so, so you've been there after this thing happened yes, and they didn't make an issue. Never. He just wanted to be a dick, basically. Ne- he wanted yeah. to be a dick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, in that scenario... It's a different scenario than, let's say, a cop who could be the same guy, mm. okay, the same asshole, and he's gotten used to this power that yeah, he has. Yeah. Where you remember, there's this one guy. He's a black guy in a car, and he was gonna pull out his cell phone, oh, his yeah. ID, his and wallet. Saw, yeah. And yeah, the guy just him. starts opening at him. Yeah. Just opening fire. Now that's a scenario where the guy could not have been provoking provoking yeah. him at all. Yeah. Okay. Like, the only thing you can say is, like, man, just dress like Cosby. Like, put on a freaking sweater and glasses and be as as passive as possible. And then maybe the guy's not going to be a dick to you. You don't know that. Maybe if you pull out the, the, the wallet, you just happen to be the guy that was going to get shot that day. I get that. Because that one cop. But Now, here's th- where I'm with yeah, you, okay? Yeah. That cop is a, is a number. Like, if you have an acceptable number of people that you know, no matter what you do, are going to be dicks with guns. Mm, mm. And it's always going to be like 0.5, 0.2%. That number is going to happen. No matter what kind of screen, screening you do, no matter what you do after that. The issue I have is when you finally collect that moment on a video camera, on footage, and people feel it for the first time yeah. that this is happening. Yeah. And it's not necessarily the majority of cops. Yeah. But it's an indication of a problem. Of a, of a system. Of a system and yeah. a problem that exists. Yeah. The issue becomes not, hey, everybody wants to prove they feel it. Like they feel that this is an outrage. Nobody's against the outrage. Yes, The problem exactly. becomes what do you do about it after the fact? Exactly. See, this is, this is my question. Like, for example, if you're now protesting racism, what is the outcome of this protest? Are people going to stop being racist? Well, one of the things they're talking about this week, they're saying defund the police. Minneapolis is actually talking legitimately. Yeah. So you're going get after, rid of the police. So you're going after not the not the racial topic. Now you're going after the police. Or yeah. the, so I would get treat. Yani, talk about the way police are, are trained in those places. Like they tell you, uh, like a nurse or something gets more uh, hours training than a police does, or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's insane how little they actually train them, and that's why you see them all. Completely panicking, which shouldn't be, you know, someone in his position should not be panicking when he sees someone maybe going for a gun. He should he should be trained enough to calm himself down to, to absorb the situation. For yeah, example. But like we said, sometimes you're going to have somebody that has the combination of PTSD plus being a complete asshole. The power 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The, the power, power clip that he's on. Yeah. You can. See, there are some of them that do that, man. You know them. They're the fuckers that will do like a combat role. You know, they're like he, he just barely made it into being a cop. Yeah. And he starts like acting like he's the shit. Yeah. And he, he he's fucking robo. And he has something to prove. Yeah. And he all that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He wants to be a Rambo. He wants to show that he ha- he is the man. And in those scenarios, sometimes you have a perfect storm where the combination of that guy plus a little bit of resistance or a little exactly. bit of this. Exactly. And then you have these moments where you get that kind of guy. Yeah. Where he's stepping on the guy's like yeah. neck. That was, yeah. Now, we don't know the footage, like the footage of what happened in the, the car. Now, mm. these guys, no matter what, are getting prosecuted. Yeah. They're, they're going to get, they've gotten charged. Yeah. Okay. Indicted. Yeah. Second degree murder, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Now, mm. we don't know if they're going to get off of it because yeah. that's the other part, Oh, my right? God, if they get off of it. That's the, <laughs> that's that's the issue. <laughs> the US will burn if, <laughs> if they the get issue. off of it. We don't, because if these guys can prove we felt threatened. Yeah. If George, uh, you know, under the influence, when he was put in that mm. police car, you can see there's a mo- moment in footage where they were putting him in the car. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. something happens and then they, and pull, then him they out. pull him out. Exactly. If they can prove that through body cam footage where they've redacted mm. it, mm. if he just did this, just that. Yeah. Resisting a struggle. Yeah. If they can prove that they, on the computer, they saw his police record where he's been arrested, armed, uh, assault or a, a break in, or I can't remember yeah. what the exact charge was, yeah. where he had a, a, a gun mm. and tried to uh, hold up this woman that was pregnant. If they can see a record, if they can show, well, this guy was a threat, that is still a monster. Yeah, but but he's te- a monster. But the technicality is that he he did what he had to do. Like he was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now these fuckers, like unless you have vigilante superheroes that are going to go beyond and above the law mm. and just decide, you know, I'm going to be the punisher mm. and I'm going to take these kinds of fuckers out because yeah. they slip through the system. Not unlike what happened to Epstein, by the way. But um, oh, well, <laughs> we're, not, not gonna, we're not going to talk that's about that. That's another episode. Yeah. <laughs> that's an entirely other episode. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like... I, if you <laughs> the, the thing is that I, I just watched a video today about a police guy. I think he's retired now. And he was saying that one of the most... The first thing they are taught in the academy is to say... Sir, please stop resisting out loud in front of witnesses, even if the person who's in front of you is not actually resisting. Because later they can use that in a court where they will bring those witnesses and the witness will say, yeah, he was telling him to stop resisting. So, okay, so that means he was resisting. That means you are in the clear, you know? So imagine that even from an academy level, they are working on how to protect their own actions instead of how can I, you know, protect the, 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 the people. And there's the saying also that applies everywhere, that why is it that when you see a police car next to you, you don't feel safe, you feel guilty, right? Right. So whenever you're driving, let's say, and you see a police, you don't feel, oh, okay, I'm, I'm in a safe know, zone. I don't know, Sometimes those bicycle cops, in no, Miami, not those. They, they make me laugh, bro. <laughs> no, you feel bad for them, but you're not <laughs> feeling safe. See, you're still not feeling safe or protected. I'm not feeling safe for a different reason. Exactly. <laughs> like, you're so cute with your bike. Yeah. yeah. No, but really, like, for example, as opposed to a fireman, if yeah. you see fire truck, you immediately feel, oh, okay, they're going to take care of me, right? right? But right. if you see a police guy, you don't feel you're going to be protected. Yeah. You actually feel, how am I not going to provoke him? How am That's I not going to get his yeah. attention? And this speaks volumes about the, the status system that, that everywhere is implemented about the police versus the people yeah. and how protected they feel. And so they you feel like certain people have that above others because one of the videos that was going around, the one that proves that racism is a problem, 
I don't like it because it's being used and misinterpreted, mm. like we said, by the media, by others to make it, okay. make the issue a lot worse yeah. racially yeah. than it actually is. Have you seen that woman that goes, does anybody in the room want to be in the same situation as a black person? Uh, I think I've seen you, it. You know I the one? think, but I haven't known. It's no, like not an older fully. video where she's proving that, you know, nobody wants to experience the same kind of racism as what black people as go a, through. Okay, okay. And she tells everybody in the room in this like hall, this, uh, you know, like a conference hall, like almost like a TED talk type of setting. Okay. And she says, does anybody want to experience this? And no raise one raised his like, hand well, or something. First of all, she gives them like 10 seconds or like even less. Like, <laughs> no <six one> had... <laughs> like uh, in a comedy show, I'll ask people to fucking, like, you know this, I'll ask them to come up and volunteer and nobody's going <laughs> to. Exactly. And here's like, yeah. 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 Like, they're still processing what you said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nobody wants to. Nobody know. That's not a sign of accurate. You know, room focus group or yeah. focus group testing. Okay. There's a lot. Of, this issue is very complex, and nobody's denying that there is a problem. Yeah. The problem. The issue really becomes after you've done your social media hashtags <laughs> and activism and all this other bullshit. Yeah. Apparently, no one's mentioning now uh, anymore. The, the hype is over. You know what done. I mean? This is what what what. upsets me but anyway you know what i did the other day i was watching the house testimony commission you know when they were talking about the whole incident yeah this was yesterday yeah okay on my freaking birthday my (laughs) wife was like shut the tv off (laughs) this is your birthday enjoy (laughs) enjoy it i bet you nobody was watching that that was george floyd's brother testifying oh wow okay okay to the committee about you know because no one cares about that they care they don't care about what's going to happen with george floyd's case or how his family gonna deal with it or it's not about that just jumping on the bandwagon but this is the thing and like imagine family are saying don't riot don't loot don't break things actually this thing when the riots and the looting this is something that this is a very inexperienced public goes through okay we in lebanon we have experienced this a lot before and i was trying to talk with a few people on on social media about this that don't think that this is a good thing rioting because so someone just shared a video of trevor noah And Trevor Noah was saying in a very like 20 minute long video talking about, you know, discrimination and the system and how like this is not just one case or one murder. This has happened, you know, it's it's decades and decades and everything's fine. And then he talks about how, like he's saying, why are people upset from the rioters and the looters and people who destroy things? Like, I understand it's a bad thing, but at the same time, I do understand why they're doing it because there's oppression because he's, he he gave like an analogy of like what a society is and society is a contract between people a verbal contract yeah, like yeah. i act like a human being you act like a human being we're yeah, in society I saw his video. Yeah, right okay yeah. so and he says when someone breaks that contract what do you expect the other person to do and everything to me this is a big problem because you don't understand the political agenda behind riots and behind uh, these uh, looters and stuff like that. This is this used to happen a lot in Lebanon. Yeah. So in Lebanon, we protest a lot, uh, as you know, especially since last October, we've been protesting all over the place, right? So uh, like in any place, you have people who are against the government and you have a very small minority who want to support the, the government because they're either paid by them, they're supporting them religiously or economically or whatever. What used to happen in Lebanon, this used to happen a couple of years ago, we go down to the street, we're protesting very peacefully. We don't want the system, we don't want this, we don't want that. And then suddenly out of nowhere, some people come in and start breaking cars, start throwing stones at, at shops, start burning cars. When that happens, we know that these people are not with us. Yeah, that's They what, are being sent yeah. to make us look bad. So yeah. we would leave the protest. There yeah. would be calls 
on megaphones, leave now because yeah. we don't want to be associated with them. Exactly. And once we leave, we can see whoever's left, like maybe those are actual people. conspiracy theories, by the way. Exactly. Those are those are real operations that happen. These are real operations because yeah. we know, like especially in Lebanon, you know, understand the culture so much, you know where this person lives or where they come yeah. from. You know what I mean? So. You shouldn't glamorize the looting and no. the rioting because they are put there, like you said before in the in the previous the episode, the bricks. Yeah. Who put them there? You know All what I mean? All it takes is, uh, dude, one and shipment. You exactly. just say, I want deliver it at this and time. And how many people, black people, ha- uh, like there's a video of a black woman, she's in the street with, with her friend and she's begging someone. There was a white girl who was writing uh, BLM on yeah. some uh, storefront. And she's like, this is not with us. Don't represent us. We don't want this. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. This shows you how much actual people who are honest about what they want the change that they want to happen in the states they don't want this violence they don't want the riots or the looting or anything like yeah. that those are being done so that they make them look bad yeah. under the banner of black lives matter or all lives matter all whatever you you're calling it or uh, you know what i have a problem with with outrage the, the the issue with it because i understand the angle that trevor noah was trying to bring which is in a, if if they disrupt the social contract you must disrupt it as well and show that you're not going to play the game mm. until they play fair okay yeah. The issue I have with it is that it's the equivalent of like if you're in a marriage or if you're in a relationship with somebody yeah. and you feel like that person is being disingenuous. Uh, and I've been in, in plenty of relationships before my current one where I felt like maybe my partner or maybe some people even that I've been in business with mm. that are not playing fair. And, and there's a barrier of like mistrust yeah. where every th- time I think we're speaking honest, it turns out there's a little bit of manipulation. There's something going on. Yeah. When I resorted to, to being outraged, when I've resorted to screaming and shouting and breaking stuff. You got what you wanted? Never. Uh-huh. <laughs> Every single time that bitch won. Oh, believe Every me, I've been there. So I know what... You know yeah. what I mean. Oh, yeah. It's like, that's the one thing you they'll have on you. You always lose the argument. When, the, you, when, you get, when you get emotional... You've lost. When you get emotional and angry, you've lost completely. Just pointing out, it's not this current marriage, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, no. We all agree on that. Yes, yeah. right? This is, this is situations in the past, yeah. specifically with, with people that are as fiery as I am. Yeah. And they're not a calming influence in my life. And I have learned the wrong way, which is that if somehow I scream over them or I shout or I do this, or do, that somehow that gives me back my power. Mm. And it doesn't. Yeah. All it does is it either weakens your argument because yeah. you're no longer a speaking human being. Yeah. You're, you're just like screaming like an animal at something. Exactly. And you look bad no matter what. Okay. So that's one side of it. And it's used against you as well. Exactly. Yeah. Used against you no matter what. Mm. The other problem is, is that... Even when I, like, let's look at the other side of the situation where sometimes I'll yell and I'll shout and I got everything out there Mm. and I might feel like I won. Like, I might feel like I, you know, they submitted, they didn't use it against me there. But you know what happens? We never talk about the problem. Yep. Yep. The rage got out. Exactly. The the anger got out. You've calmed down. You no longer have any motivation to pursue this topic. Exactly. So you end up with, okay, I'm I'm done. Okay, let's go. And then, like, maybe a month later, you're going to go through this all over again. The same thing over and over again. And that's my issue with these kinds of, like, outrage. Because I understand that the the, the initial outrage spreads awareness. Yeah. But it's pointless if it's just going to burn out. Like, this is literally a policy that some cities do Mm -hmm. when they have riots or protests. They're like, just don't interact with them. Just let them burn themselves out. Yeah. 
Just yeah. let them break. Let, let it them... burn out. Let it finish. Let all the you know energy go out. And yeah. once they calm down, we'll be able to to do something about it. Yeah? Exactly. Yeah. So everybody has different approaches. The, the the issue I'm having is that where how do we solve the problem? Because if you look at this current suggestion from like Minneapolis and Minnesota and and just the idea of defunding the police, get rid of the police. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, you know what? It's such a stupid idea. Let's just do it. it. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. Let's, I want to see what happens. You know, like I'm exactly. interested in seeing what because happens. Because people yeah. are going to learn that you there is no easy answer. Yeah. There is no, no matter what you do, there's no easy answer. And there are people that are, like we said, factions, either intentionally mm. or like the media, yeah. just opportunistically of profiting. Course. Of course. That are making the situation worse. Worse. So how do we get to a point where we actually have a real conversation when you have all of this shit going on, man? That's that's the problem. Like, I feel like the U.S. underestimates the, the power they have in their hand compared to like some of the situations we have here. And the thing is, if you just look at the history of the U.S., when it comes to these topics, like when you want to talk about Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and these people who have actually made a change. It was never through this anger. Yeah. This is what actually separates them from the rest. That's why they stand out. Like Martin Luther King is one of the icons when it comes to peacefully getting what yes, you want. Exactly. Because he was able to absorb it completely and not let emotion get into it. Not let not you know release people in the street. Go kicks. Uh, go break and 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 get angry and hit. Because that exactly it doesn't lead you anywhere. Yeah. I I like the fact that. This was brought to my attention that whatever happened in the U.S., it actually got on a global scale. So now everyone's talking about it and not just what about you know, black people in America, but black people all over the world, especially yeah. like also in the Middle East. Like there's a lot of people who jumped on the bandwagon like in Lebanon and they're like, oh, my God, you know, yeah, black oh lives matter. I'm like, dude, do you know what you do? Like in, well, as a Lebanese, do you know how racist you are? Like we, we have like unbelievable... Uh, you know, ways what, of, what did of, you say last time? You said something about Sri Lankan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like in Lebanon, we don't have an Indian uh, um, force, uh, labor, labor who force. Come. Yeah. yeah, they don't. It's not Lebanon. It's Sri Lanka. So most people are Sri Lanka, uh, Philippines, and um, I'm not sure. I don't. Uh, exactly. Ethiopia, Ethiopia. Ethiopia. I was going to say. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now. The way things happened is that for some weird reason, most of the Sri Lankan girls who come to Lebanon are basically like housemaids, uh, you know, cleaners in, in offices and stuff like that. Okay. And most of the Filipinos or the Filipinas, they work as nannies. Yeah. This is just how it I became. Think, yeah. Right. Ethiopia is more, I think, on the... I'm not sure. Anyway, so... This is only in the past, like, 20 years. So it's not, like, a, a rooted in our culture or yeah. something that... We, but now people, the way they talk is that... So did your Sri Lankan come to clean your house or no? They associate the word Sri Lankan with housemaids. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if she is even Sri Lankan exactly. or not. Exactly. This is the... Like, I, I, the Filipi, my, my Filipina came with me because she had to take care of the kids. This is how they talk. Like, it's part of the of, of the, the vocabulary that they yeah. use. Like, do you even understand how racist that is? We used to have a chocolate, which is like, once I grew up, I understood how racist that is. Okay. And they changed it now because people, because they also understood how bad it is. Oh, this is, so, is going to be gold, isn't oh, it? Oh, good yeah. God. So it's a chocolate that I don't think it's uh, in Bahrain or actually in the in the Gulf, but it's, uh, it's like... Uh, like a dome, a dome of right. chocolate. Inside it, there is uh, white uh, cream. Right, okay. just a dome, very oh, plain. I think I know, I, snowballs. No, it's something else. It's called something like that because yeah. you bite into it and you get the cream, which is yeah, inside, yeah, yeah. and it's like head. Okay. Now that name originally is racist because in Europe they used to call it uh, head of 
I'm sorry, يعني for the okay. racist. The N word. <laughs> for the N word. Okay, that's what they N-head. call. N-head. N-head. That's okay. what the chocolate is named. N-head. Okay. Oh, okay. It gets worse in Lebanon because in Lebanon we didn't How just. How could it possibly be worse? <laughs> we didn't just call it N-head. We called it slave head. Imagine. I used to go down to the shop as a kid, not understanding the words that I'm saying, called I want, I'll say it in Arabic, I want Ras al-Abd. Wow. Imagine how, and it's, this is how it was promoted يعني, on the TV, like when there Isn't is an ad. Isn't it weird, like we had this built into us, yes. and not even think about it. Exactly, like Nothing. you didn't even know how racist some of the no. things you were saying, and it's just weird, but... This is the, the the change that's happening right now. It's called like tarbush, which means a head. Yeah. In, uh, I mean, a t- a hat uh, or the old hat in in Lebanon. So now they fix that and they fix other stuff, which are also were also very racist. Yeah. When it comes to this topic, and I've seen a lot of people like now with what's happening now saying like, excuse me, all you Lebanese people like on social media, like big influencers or someone who has a lot for like. I understand that you want to defend, you know, black people in America, but look at yourself and how you're treating your own people that are here. You it's, know, that, it, that's like the just thing. look at yourself. First. It's easy to point it there because exactly. it's like you can be the justice for that. It, it's like I was mentioning with the guys last time. It's like you get to, you get to live this feeling of you doing something. This justice. You're on Instagram. You're on Twitter. Yeah. You're you're keeping yourself busy, and you feel like you're on the right side of history. Yeah. Everybody wants to be on the right side of history, right? But nobody wants to actually go through do the, something. The, the, yeah, the yeah. actual boring, difficult analysis exactly. of why things are not so easy. And no one wants to keep up after the th- this hype dies down. Yeah. You know what I mean? No one wants to do the work because in the middle of it, I had this uh, girl on, on my Facebook feed. And when, um, uh, where is she from? I think she's from like Suriname or somewhere like in the, like on the, right. in the Caribbeans. And she, when when the Amazon rainforests were happening, remember that? Yeah. Long ago? It was like yeah, in, yeah, in 2020. Yeah. People <laughs> cared about that at one point. Yeah. Oh my God. Like she would flood my feed about uh, about the Amazon rainforest. Okay. Look at what people are doing. They are not caring about the animals. Uh, do this, do that. Where are animal rights? Where and how are... much almond milk was she drinking? Just uh, I, 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 I don't know about her life, but, uh, but I don't know what she was doing. Okay. But what I do know is that two weeks in, She stopped talking about it. Best. Where is all this uh, this passion? Where is your your activist work that you actually go there? I mean, it's amazing that you're passionate. I'm not passionate about it. I, this is a problem in me. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But if you're so passionate about it, do something. Actually go. So this spreading of awareness, to me, this is a complete waste of time. And it sort of like shuts down the guilt that's in you. Like I'm doing my part by spreading awareness. How are you spreading awareness? Uh, for me? Everyone knew, for example, with the black box, Everyone knows about what's oh, happening, right? Oh, you mean right? the thing I did? You did the black box? No, I did. The, I put a, a black box with the definition of virtue signal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was, <laughs> that, I, that I that was nice. I got shit for that one. <laughs> no. I got shit for that one. Uh, <laughs> obviously, okay, I, I knew you were going to get shit for it. No, okay. but like, basically, people are now shutting their own guilt by saying, I'm doing my part, right? Yeah. Okay, but this is not actually doing anything. Like, for example, are you bringing awareness that there's racial discrimination in the States? Everyone knows that there is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you just jumping on the bandwagon and fighting others who did not do as you did. Okay. So then what? 
What, what did you, you accomplish exactly? You've proven that somehow you're an amazing person. That exactly. You, you care so about this it. This is this is for you. Do you know, Sergio? One of the things I, that bother me about you know doing a YouTube channel or doing anything that results like relates to media, like mm. we were saying before. Yeah. When, when you want to sell something, you want to market something. Yeah. You have to make it easy, bite-sized, digestible, easy to comprehend, mm. black mm. and white, red yeah. versus blue, sim- Coke versus Pepsi. Don't make it complicated because people don't want to absorb and yes. put the time and effort into figuring things exactly. out. Exactly. Even some of my freaking hobbies, you know, you look at miniature or D&D stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all about streamlining it, making it more accessible, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. This is fine. Yeah. But we're not being honest about the fact that when we do this stuff, we lose something. There yeah. is a p- price we are paying, which is the depth and the detail and the yes, nuance. exactly. And I find that with a lot of activism this day, these days, compared to back in the day, even if you go talk to some people that are nonprofits or NGOs yeah. or people that are trying to do work through, you know, World Health Organization, stuff, whatever it is, okay, yeah. they'll tell you that the biggest issue they have is keeping people interested when you have to tell them the story, the troubles of what the real problem is on the ground. Like, yes. like for example, Cecil the Lion, mm-hmm. okay? I at first thought that after you you clear out Cecil the Lion, you stop people from poaching lions in Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. you solved the <laughs> problem. You, solved it, yeah. you know, I read about this problem after the fact. You know what fucking happens? Turns out poachers, okay, are just poor people. The people that hunt the, the, yeah. the, the animals And they in sell Africa, them too. <laughs> okay? They're poor people. Do you know these like hunting reserves where people go, the white people come okay, to shoot yeah, lions? Yeah. All right. Turns out apparently that these reserves and these preserves that were there, they take extra, you know, like this an, a, a surplus of elephants that are fucking up the countryside. Okay. And they'll allow you to come in and hunt them. Okay. okay? Now they'll charge you they charge you a fee to mm, hunt. Yeah. And then after that, they take all that money and they put it into conservation of oh the God. nature preserves and everything else. Okay. okay this is okay. them accepting that there's not a perfect scenario. Yeah. You know why they yeah. do this? Because when they pay other people that used to be poachers, they no longer them, poach. They no longer poach. They actually become wildlife preservists. Yeah. You know, kind of like when you when the cops take somebody that used to be the drug dealer. He's yes, the yes, one that works with them. Yeah, right? like uh, catch me if you can. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the same thing. The the ex poacher becomes the guy that's like, I know how these poachers work. Yeah, I, I just I, look. I did it because I just needed money. Mm, mm, okay, mm. you're paying me a job. You're putting me into the system where I have a job. I can support my family. I'm going to protect these these animals because now they're my source and my wildlife and this mm. preserve running it, making sure it operates. And okay, every now and then the fucking fat American is going to yeah. come and shoot an elephant. Okay? Yeah. This is the reality. This is the this reality. This is the reality. This exactly. is the reality. Exactly. Okay? And until you change that thinking, it's going to take a hundred years maybe. So yeah. what's going to happen within the hundred years? At least we make it better. I'll tell you what happened after the hashtag activism, right? With Cecil the Lion. Yeah. And this is literally people complaining about this in Africa. They were saying this has become a crisis. Yeah. All the tourists that came in to hunt stopped. Stopped. A oh lot of God. them. Majority, okay? Yeah. And they were scared shitless because they didn't want to get involved with this. Fair enough. Okay. Now what happens? When you solve one problem, you created two other ones. Yeah. The people that used to have a job that used to be poachers, went back to poaching. Oh my God. All of them, majority of them, went back to killing animals wow. and killing... And there was a lot more death and destruction... Than before. Than before. And now they're selling this shit on the black market yeah. for like China and yeah. everybody else yeah. that wants to get their dick hard. Yeah, because so, they want to make money. And if you if you took away one way to take money, they're going to go back to what they know, for exactly. example. See, this is the thing that... Nothing is black and white in the world. You no. know what I mean? Like, not only it's gray, I think like it's the entire colors of the rainbow inside. You know, yeah. like there's so much different aspects to everything that happens that when you go on an activist witch hunt 
okay? You are making it much more simpler than it is. Everything that you delve deeper into it and you 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 understand why this is happening, yeah. you can you can at least solve that issue, you know? Like the root of why poachers need to poach. It's not like someone just woke up one day and said, like, I'm going to kill all the animals for no reason at all. Yeah. He needs the money. So that means there's an uh, there's a financial issue. That means we can solve that to prevent that. You know what I mean? So this this is proof that even when it comes to what's happening now in the states and the and the and the discrimination and everything i mean i i don't think that you know after this whole thing comes down that racist people are stop are going to stop being racist no. it's actually going to make them more racist if if anything because it has challenged their own beliefs and thoughts and no matter how wrong these beliefs and thoughts are wrong to us to them this is what they live this is their value Yeah, right. they've justified it in their head. That's it. Yeah. That's it. This is what, what exists to them. So seeing, let's say, this Black Lives Movement destroying properties are going to be like, yeah, you see, this is why we have to be so so hard on them. It, look what they're doing. What you're When them. you remove the police, look what they do. Like that. So yeah. you're, give, you're feeding them more reasons to be. Whereas instead of attacking that issue, you go back to why is there a racial problem in the States? Yeah. What is the what is the cause of it? Is it starting? Does that does the does the education system have to change so that we actually implant more ideas in our children instead of like teaching them about you know physics or math that they'll never use? Teach them about social life? How yeah. to up, where does it come Now, from? Now Sergio, how long did this the, since we started talking about Cecil the Lion until you got to this point, how long did that take time? wise for us to, to just three four minutes maybe? more more like uh, because in our mindset it's like oh it's short yeah right? yeah but for the average person that was maybe more than 10 minutes okay okay i don't have fucking time to listen to you to talk for yeah, 10 yeah, minutes yeah, Sergio? Yeah. to reach that analogy What? of one connected <laughs> 10 minutes of my life to talk yeah. i can just put up a black square on instagram sergio and sleep well at night i yes, can sleep well i can say you know what you gave me bite-sized justice I knew that this, these are guys, which team is right? Which team is wrong? That, they're blue? Okay, that means yeah. they're good. They're red? Red is bad. Bad is this. Which actually, now that I now that you said that, what I'm thinking is that the, the more simple your contribution is, the more you're going to do it and then forget about it. Yes, So exactly. if someone just asks you, it's like, let's say I go someone and they tell me, okay, what's wrong about me being a, a black box? The act itself, there's nothing. And it takes no, you like two seconds to do it. Yeah. You know, so someone's like, oh, I can just do it. It's not going to take time of my life, of my day. It's It doesn't cost me any money. Yeah. It doesn't do that. But I'll, I have contributed to the to the cause. You know, you haven't contributed. The, the, they have made it so simple for you that that you think you've contributed. You think you've done something, but you haven't. All you Maybe you've brought some awareness to a lot of people. Maybe other people have started to like, okay, why does this bother me? Why is this challenging my beliefs, everything? But on a grand scheme of scale, it's not like we're going to come out of it where race has, no. racism has ended. No, you know but, what I but mean? This, is, this is something I don't know if we can ever get back, man. Like I was talking to this about, like about a bunch of guys that I've, I've, I know as friends and they, they listen to the podcast every now and then mm. and they'll say, man, I love the topics you guys bring up. I love this. I love this. And one of the number one things they say was like, man, we can't, But you just can't listen for that long. I said, yeah, I understand mm. that. You know what? My podcast is really not that interesting, not that entertaining to keep you gripped for an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. fuck me. There are other ones out there 
with like people that are much more interesting that will break down in depth every uh, social yeah, yeah, issue, yeah. every science, every yeah. piece of history. Like they, they will go into detail and you can get come, come out of it wondering, you know what? Now I realize that this part of the world, this segment of the world that I wasn't looking into before has suddenly become a lot more fleshed out. Yeah. It's like a freaking map in a video game. When yeah. you first start out, you're like, you just see the little areas yeah. and then you open up the picture and you're like, oh shit. And there's complications. And then if I kill this guy, yeah. this is what happens here. And it's not just black and white. Why is it not black and white? Why are you giving me more than two doors? Exactly. Don't exactly. give me choice. I just want this or that. I, I don't want to have to think about oh, the other doors or what they oh, mean God. or what's the outcome consequences. Yeah. Me and a friend of mine growing up, Sergio, we play first first person shooters, right? Mm. Any first person shooter when you're just playing the single player. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And one of the most terrifying moments for me when you have to make a choice is when you have multiple doors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, shit, man. Dude, I played, uh, I got Fallout 3, which is not a streamlined game, no, right? It's a world. very open world. Just to explain to you how terrified I was once, have you played Fallout yes, 3? Yeah. Okay. So you're in the bunker for a long time, yeah. learning the controls and the game, and then you step out. Yeah. When you step out, they don't tell you what to do anymore. No. They just leave you. When that happened, I actually turned off the game. I couldn't play it. I stayed one year. It stayed in my... I played other games and I couldn't look at it because like, I don't know what to do. Like, I can't get emotionally invested in something like this. Like, I need to be told either do this or that. Or like, you know how those games you have like good answers or bad answers in conversations and ones you have like in red or you have in blue so that they tell you this is the good answer. That's the bad answer. It will give you different influences. Whereas other games, like for example, Fallout, they just... You answer and see the consequences of your actions, but a lot of people cannot go into that. They can't, man. you know, like they they need a much more easy, streamlined, black and white, two li- two sides, and that's where I'm gonna make my choice. Exactly. This is one of the biggest issues you, you will find in as a perfect analogy in gaming mm-hmm. is this element of if you see choice and you see yeah. difficult situations. It's the two types of gamers as well. The average person doesn't want to be overwhelmed with yeah, information. They exactly. want the information streamlined. Yeah. They want the dungeon master to tell them where to go yeah, and what yeah. to kill and what to... Don't confuse me with moral <laughs> choice. Exactly. I don't want to... I don't want to have to live with my choices. No, I don't... This is why you hate <laughs> Exactly. <my> <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, just as an inside information into when I d- DM'd his game and his campaign, a lot of my situations are all about, oh, oh, yeah. oh you think you're getting away with this? Easy yeah, choice? Yeah. No, nope, you're not getting You're going to pay for that three sessions oh, later, nice. by the way. That was the end of part two. Join us Monday next week for the final part of episode 34. You are listening to Bedouin Banter. I am a good Egyptian robot, kek, 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 kek.